Hey you, welcome to the Christian Life Coaching Podcast for Weight Loss. I'm so excited that you are here. Well, hello there. Welcome to episode seven. Today I have a beautiful podcast for you. Like another one of those just, you know what? leapt right out of the Bible, smacked me in the face. (laughs) And so here we go. All right. So I'm going to share a scripture with you, but I'd like you to, hmm, how do I say this? I'd like you to think about yourself in the context of your weight loss journey that you're on right now, as I read this to you. So what I'm going to be reading with, or for you, reading to you rather, is Jeremiah 18, verses 1 through 10. Okay, so here we go. Again, you're thinking about this from the perspective of you are a seeker, you're you're trying to lose weight. So here we go. <clears throat> the Lord gave another message to Jeremiah. He said, go down to the potter's shop and I will speak to you there. So I did as he told me and found the potter working at his wheel, but the jar he was making did not turn out as he had hoped. So he crushed it into a lump of clay again, and then he started over. Verse 5 says, Then the Lord gave me this message, O Israel, can I not do to you as this potter has done to his clay? As the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand. If I announce that a certain nation or kingdom is to be uprooted, to be torn down or destroyed, but then that nation renounces its evil ways, I will not destroy it as I had planned. And if I announce that I will plant and build up a certain nation or kingdom, but then that nation turns to evil and refuses to obey me, I will not bless it as I said I would. Whoa. That scripture this morning, as I woke up and started looking up the scripture that was laid out for me um, inside of the Seekers Method, I do the work just like you do every day. But as I looked at that, I thought, you know, how many times have I heard about, you know, the clay jar and being, you know, on the potter's wheel? How many times have I heard about that? But this time I got the visual. I heard in my heart, even in weight loss, all of the things. And so as I started to write out that scripture, and I did, I wrote out the entire thing. I thought, but how is this useful? And here is how this is useful. Because what we're taught in this particular scripture is about how God is doing a work in us, but that we also have to make ourselves available to be positioned for him to do that work. And while it's not going to be ideal, I just... I have some things for you that were part of my reshaping, if you will. And so let's just dive into this. The scripture is teaching us, these scriptures rather, is teaching us to repent and to be reshaped just as a piece of clay is being reshaped when it has a defect. I I just encourage you to be willing and receptive to God's impact on your life Because as you yield to God, he begins reshaping you into a valuable vessel, usable to his kingdom. There is so much value in the reshaping that takes place from God that, you know, just bringing attention to that. 
highlighting the fact that, you know what, let's just hit the pause button on life and take a look at this. You are being reshaped by God, and there is value in that reshaping. All of you is being reshaped right now, right now. Even your thoughts and your excuses, your thoughts about how you look, how you don't look, like how you've not yet arrived at skinny. Surrender all of the not being done yet thoughts, all of the defects, all of the things that are going on in your mind. Surrender those thoughts because if you don't, they will keep you stuck in being undone in the same way that God is trying. He's, he's trying to, he's trying to reshape you and he can't reshape you if you just get stuck where you are. If you're not moldable, you need to be moldable because so often when we keep waking up not skinny yet, <laughs> we get stuck there. We start to get defeated. I know for me, I would refocus my direction toward a new diet when I didn't wake up skinny. And that's how I perpetuated the cycle, the cycle of failing to lose weight. I was very goal-focused, yet I defied allowing any authority in my life. And I didn't see... I Okay, let me say that again. I was very goal-focused in weight loss. You're probably very goal-focused too. But when I was goal-focused, yet I defied any authority in my life, I didn't even realize that I had made dieting and authority. Does that make sense? Because I said it kind of clunky. I just have my notes very generically, quickly written down here. I was at a point in my life where I was defiant to any authority. And what I didn't realize was that I saw whatever diet I was doing at the time as an authority figure. And that's when I woke up. And trust me, I didn't wake up skinny, <laughs> but I woke up to my surrender. God showed me that I had a lot of stubbornness inside of me. I had a lot of self-importance and I refused to listen or, you know what, to even change as a result of it. I needed God to show me that repenting of my streak of putting my focus and my trust in humans and in their diet protocols and in their aspirations for physical standards, you know how it is, how I needed to look, how I needed to feel, how I needed it to be easy, all of the things that we do when we're dieting. All of this was me using my human strength and putting my trust in what humans had devised as plans. And even if you go up a little bit further in Jeremiah <clears throat> 17, 5 and 6, it, it basically tells us right there that those people who put all of their faith and hope and trust in people, that those types of people are cursed. But then in seventeen seven of Jeremiah, it says, blessed are those who trust in the Lord. Wow. I mean, think about that. Somewhere along the way, I saw the errors of my dieting ways, the ways that I was completely void of God. My life was so human focused, even my weight loss. My weight loss was so human focused, what I could do, what I could make happen. Even my thoughts and excuses and habits, they were all focused on my feelings. I began to renounce my ways and examine my thoughts and even my excuses and habits, and I repented. Nobody taught me that I needed to repent of my human ways, even in weight loss. And I began to see myself as being on that potter's wheel. And you know what? That changed me. 
I know now that in my repentance came true change, like on a dime, spin around change. God helped me to work out the flaws. And instead of destroying me like he had the authority and power to doing because of how I was chasing the world, instead of him changing me, he started to bless me because I renounced my old ways. So where in your life are you needing to renounce and to repent? Just like I did, just like I do. Renounce is where when you're renouncing what you've been doing in all the things, when you renounce it, that's you stop stopping doing the thing. It's you abandoning a thought. And when you repent, that means that you're going to change. It's beyond just asking for, for forgiveness. It's a position of surrender where you allow God to mold you and to shape you in all areas. And as you yield to him, being obedient to take your thoughts captive, to examine and release your old thoughts and excuses and habits, when you do that, he starts to reshape you, all of you. See yourself now as being on the potter's wheel. If you are struggling to do the hard things or to stop the old thoughts, the self-talk, the ways that you're used to um, you know, demoralizing yourself or talking down to yourself, surrender your willful attempts to change. If you're struggling with these things and things are hard and you're struggling to stop these thoughts, and to surrender your willful attempts to change, invite God in more. Don't harden yourself on that potter's wheel in the wrong way. You need to be moldable. Allow God to shape your everything. Let him know that you're serious by renouncing and repenting where it's appropriate. And watch, oh, just watch how he begins to reshape your heart how he begins to reshape your thoughts, your habits, your excuses, your self-talk, and even your body. So let me give you an actual tool because I'm big on actually helping, helping women to see how to make scripture come alive and then to apply it in their lives. So here's an exercise for you. Make a list of the areas where you're not doing well and the associated reasons or excuses that you have as a seeker. You know, maybe you're not listening to the Sunday Seeker sessions or you're starting to tune out the coach because trust me, this isn't, this is a tool of the enemies. He wants you not wanting to do the work in the Seeker's method. He wants you stuck in your fat pants. So make a list of the areas where you're not doing well, the associated reasons and excuses that go with each one of them, and then pray over this. Renounce and repent where necessary. Don't let these little defects in your clay pot, if you will, don't let them remain. Give them to the potter to reshape. Be receptive to God's impact and position yourself so that your entire life can be reshaped into a valuable vessel. This journey that you're on is about who you are becoming for God and for his will. It's not just how the world says that you should look or, you know, all of the worldly standards. No, it's not about that at all. But when you 
But when you get to that point and your body starts to change and you look different and how you look to everybody starts to change and you tell people that you changed just by seeking God, that is you being a valuable vessel for God. So I encourage you to renounce, to repent, be receptive to God's hand so that you can be reshaped just like that piece of clay on the potter's wheel. I know that you can do this because if I can do it, you can do it too.